You're listening to the Technically Confident Podcast with me, your host, Charlotte Fuller. This is the podcast for the ambitious woman in tech who wants more and is willing to do what it takes to make it happen. I'm going to give you all of the tips, methods, and strategies you need to remove self-doubt, get over your fears, and build the confidence you need to live the life of your dreams and reach your highest potential. So strap in, enjoy the ride, and let's go get you everything that you deserve. everybody and welcome back to the Technically Confident podcast. I'm joined today by Claire Taylor. So Claire is the founder and digital marketing consultant at Two Internet Marketing. So this is a company that specializes in digital marketing and also specifically search marketing, which is, you know, also known as SEO, really, um, and various different things. Now, Claire is really, you know, up in the industry in terms of her knowledge around trends, what's going on right now, um, all different things. And I was recently at a talk that Claire did in New York all around um, what's going on in terms of SEO and AI and all of that good stuff. And it was super, super interesting. So I brought Claire onto the show today to share some of her knowledge with us. So really excited that you're here, Claire. Um, welcome to the show. Thank you. No, thanks for inviting me. I'm looking forward to, to talking with you. Yeah, likewise. So... Let's start at the very beginning, shall we? Mm -hmm. If people are brand new to search marketing, what is it? How does it help your business? <laughs> Let's okay. start there. So in simple terms, it's really ensuring that when somebody searches for the things that you do in a search engine, that your website appears. That's how simple it Love is. Love it. <laughs> um, how, to, how you do that is far more complicated, but actually in terms of what it is, that, that's basically it. And that's through either SEO, which you mentioned, but also through paid um, oh. paid ads. So those two things are kind of together make up um, search marketing. Okay, interesting. Um, thanks for expanding my knowledge um, <laughs> in the first two minutes of this podcast. Very helpful. So how do those two things really work together then? How does it work to get you where you want to be and drive your visibility? Mm -hmm. Okay, so... The, the difference between something like SEO or paid ads and other forms of marketing is that we, we call it attraction marketing. So basically, when somebody finds you, they're already looking for what you do. Mm. So in terms of conversion rate, that you're going to get a much higher rate of conversion if you know that someone's come to your website because they're already interested in what you do. They're already in the buying cycle and they're already thinking about making a purchase. So it's far easier you to take that person that comes to your website and convert them into a lead or a customer than it is if you're sending ads out there via social media networks or you know more traditional forms of marketing and um, so in yeah in conversion is the biggest thing I think the biggest draw for it um, it can make a massive difference but so many businesses miss it as an opportunity because they think it's too difficult yeah absolutely and I think for, to that first point in terms of meeting people where they're at like that is incredible because I think that's the number one thing that we are trying to do that we often miss with marketing anyway right we we try mm -hmm. and get them sort of down the river somewhere to convince them that something is the best option for them rather than if you like you said find someone, someone that already knows what they're looking for it's a much easier conversion and sell than it would be otherwise um super super interesting and I think um why do people think it's difficult? Because it can be, 
Mm-hmm. I know all honesty. Okay. Yeah. It, it take it can take time. If you're in a very competitive market, then it can be really difficult, and it mm-hmm. and it's something that you would struggle to do on your own. You would need to engage an agency to do it for you. But if you're if you can find a really specific niche that you want to go after, then it's much easier. Um, okay. So, and I think. Because there's different elements to SEO, well, well, I guess it's probably easier if we focus on SEO because PPC is like okay. a whole other thing on its own. But if you think about the different types of SEO, so you've got kind of the technical side, which is mm-hmm. around making sure that your website works properly, that it's nice and fast. That's when someone comes onto your site, it, they're not waiting for ages for it to load because they won't hang around and go off somewhere else. Making sure your navigation works properly, that everything is functioning as it should on your website. Then you've got the on-page stuff, which is really what we think about when we think of SEO. It's what most people think about. And that's around content, the words that you have on the pages, things like your metadata, your header tags, these kind of little signals that we send to Google to tell Google what each page is about on their website. Then you have what we call local SEO, which is really for those businesses that are in a specific geographical location and they're mm. trying to target a local audience. And then we have off-page, which is all around backlinks. So if you, as a small business, go and research SEO and think about what you need to do, you'll come back with like tons and tons and tons and tons and tons of stuff. And it can be okay. really overwhelming. Mm-hmm. And some of, the, some of the technical side of it, you're not going to be able to do it yourself. Because, you know, you need to learn how to code, you need to learn how, um, you know, plugins work and, and a lot of that kind of stuff. But if you're not technically, technically minded, then there are things you can do to give yourself a, a good chance of being found. Okay. So if, if like, for example, I, I'm not technically, like, you know, someone's not technically minded, and actually a lot of the people who listen to this podcast are, right? A lot of people yeah. do can you know do have coding skills and things like that so that's another conversation but say say we're not right what where do we start what would be some good things to think about yeah I think the most important thing for people to understand is what people are actually looking for Mm -hmm. so it's very easy as a business owner to think about what we want to tell people what we want to share with our potential customers but actually that's completely irrelevant what really matters is what our customers are interested in so it all always starts with keyword research, which you can do yourself and you can do it for free. And there are lots yep. of different tools you can use to do that. Um, the best is probably using Google itself. Okay. Um, and then once you understand what people are looking for, the best place to start is then making sure that content on your website is about those things mm-hmm. and that you're making it very clear what it is that your business does. Okay. And okay, great. Love this. So I'm like very practical. So I'm like, okay, mm-hmm. right. Say I go away and do some keyword research now on Google, which I absolutely mm-hmm. am going to do. And then, um, you know, create some content around it. Are there um, specific things that we should be doing in terms of that content? Should it be a certain way, certain format? What's, mm-hmm. What are some of the yeah pointers that you might have there? Okay, so if you think about the fact that for every search phrase that anyone types into Google, there's going to be like thousands and thousands and thousands and thousands <laughs> of results that come up. Mm-hmm. So you have to think about why Google's going to present your page, your web page ahead of anybody else's. Mm-hmm. So the first thing is to make sure that what you're putting out there is quality. You know, this isn't 
you see, especially at the moment with AI, you're seeing, I'm seeing a lot of people churning out a lot of content at the moment, AI generated content. But actually, it's, it's about answering that user's question and fulfilling their need. So for example, let's think of a type of business that might be a bit easier. Let's take a hairdressing salon, for mm-hmm. example. So if I'm looking for a hairdressing salon, I want to know certain things about that salon. I want to know, you know, what services do they offer? Probably how, how much it's going to cost me or a rough idea of how much it's going to cost me and where they're located. So as a start point, make sure that you have a page of content on your website that is about your hairdressing salon, what you can offer your clients, probably some things like some trust factors in there, like testimonials and things mm-hmm. like that. Um, and give that potential customer all the information they need and then try and add additional content maybe further down the page from an SEO perspective to talk about, you know, what makes a great hairdressing salon, what kind of treatments you might get, what kind of cut is a good cut at the moment, that kind of stuff. So Mm -hmm. in terms of length of page, you probably want to look at around 700 words plus per page of content. And bear in mind, most people only read the bit above the fold, the bit you see on the screen when you actually click on a page. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you can do that, uh, I use quite a generic type of business, but if you can do that about all the different services that your business offers, then that's a really good start point in terms of your website content. Mm, okay. And then on your blog, I always recommend everyone has a blog too. And yeah. On your blog, then you can get really specific about topics in general around your industry not necessarily directly related to what you're selling mm-hmm. but around your industry okay that makes sense hopefully that makes sense yeah it does so it's like very you go super specific first of all in terms mm-hmm. of your services things that you've got what like all the information that a user would need to summarize and then underneath that some more content around like why that's useful to them like really like stuff that would be helpful that's like if you think about yeah. it from a human perspective like human to human rather than any marketing anything else like what's actually mm-hmm. useful to the human um and then outside of that expanding in terms of like thinking about anyone that's out there looking for different things to also have things that can capture things that are specific to your business as well on there as well that will help draw people in is that right yeah 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 okay. because uh, what a blog, I'll explain a little bit about, about what a blog does. This, this might help because there's this kind of perception that a blog is all about driving leads, that, mm-hmm. you're, that you're getting that traffic onto your website because those people are potentially going to be your customers. But actually a blog has a few different um, benefits to a business. Mm-hmm. The first one is that it gives the site scale. So bigger websites tend to do better than smaller websites. They just do. Okay. Because Google sees them as a valuable resource if they've got more pages. So it gives you that scale really easily without having to try and work out how to add loads of extra content pages into your menu structure or within the, mm-hmm. the main, the core of your website. Yeah. The second thing it is, is that it will drive traffic to your site for people who are looking for answers to questions, looking for information about those topics that you're talking about. They're not necessarily going to be your customers, but what they will do, again, is because you've got more traffic coming to your site, those users are getting a good experience because they're getting the information that they need. That then helps your other pages to rank because, mm. again, Google sees you as a valuable resource. Ah, okay. And then, yeah, and then the other thing, there's another two things it can do for you. The other thing is that it can then bring, it can bring 
people who are potentially looking for what you do who don't necessarily even know um, your business or weren't looking or were looking for something related, you can then help throughout your blog post, for example, to direct them to other pages on your website that they might find useful. And then you can you can send them to like your sales pages and things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the last thing it does, again, is by using internal linking. So, for example, if you've got a blog post and um, go back to the hairdressing example again, um, you can have a link. You can have links within that blog post to send signals to Google um, by linking them to other pages on your website, like your sales pages, for example, your services pages to show Google what your most important pages are on your website. And that mm-hmm. also will help send signals to say, these are the pages that you should be ranking um, within the search results. So those kind of four different areas are, are all helping that website to rank um, mm, as well okay. as, you know, as well as giving your users a better experience. Okay. Yeah. So there's lots of different elements to it, but ultimately mm-hmm. it's all helping to essentially the building blocks of like pushing this website up and your pages up in in terms of google rankings yeah 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 okay perfect love that okay amazing now we touched a little bit on um on ai in terms of creating content so let's start there first of all Mm -hmm. so in terms of there's obviously lots of debate at the moment around like whether ai and like chat GPT, for example, if you create content through there for your website, whether that affects your rankings or things like that, or whether Google favors it. Do you have any, any thoughts on that? First of all, is it true? <laughs> yes. Um, my take, well, the first thing to say is Google doesn't care how your content is written, whether mm-hmm. you write it yourself, whether you outsource it to another human, or whether yeah. you get AI to write it. It doesn't mm-hmm. just, Google doesn't care. Um, but what it does care about is how. Um, good that content is so the problem with a lot of these AI tools is that all they're doing is regurgitating information that's already out there mm-hmm. so if what if all you're doing on your blog is just posting loads of AI generated blog posts then yeah. why would Google choose that blog post to rank above anybody mm-hmm. else's if all you're doing is just saying exactly the same as every other blog is saying yeah okay so, so my advice would be to use it for, um, you know, to get some ideas about topics, for example, mm-hmm. heading, things like that. You can get it to write content for you, but once you have that content, make sure you edit it and add your own okay. unique take on things because you're the subject expert, right? Right. You, are, yeah. you know your business better <laughs> than anybody else. So you, sh- yeah. you need to share that with people. And so make sure you're putting that into your blog or your content too. And you could do it both ways, right? You could write a piece of content about whatever your subject is. And you can put that in in paragraph by paragraph into ChatGPT, for example, and say, can you rewrite this so it sounds better? And that's a really simple prompt. But actually, (laughs) Which I do with most of my things. (laughs) (laughs) Not, Not blogs and things like that, but just like general words words on my area yeah. <laughs> like yeah. write this better <laughs> yeah but yeah it's great for that kind of thing mm-hmm. um but you you do have to you do have to be very specific with it sometimes too I mean the, the example I gave you is, is a really yeah. you know it's not really a very complicated prompt to mm-hmm. use right but it, it does work really well mm-hmm. um because what you find otherwise is it starts to go off and you know produce like loads of 
flowery words or or speaks in a way that humans wouldn't speak right and the thing is with web content is you're always trying to um write in a way that's really simple and clear and concise mm. so that somebody who was um i think it's like a reading age of 12 is kind of a guideline that we work to yeah so you need to make sure that everyone can understand um what you're writing about and i think sometimes mm. chat gpt goes off and tries to be very creative and mm. it makes it sound really nice and actually sometimes that's not really the best the best approach so you do need to change yeah. it absolutely i think that's a really good point in any case because actually specifically i'm thinking about you know like a, a lot of people here are, are from very technical backgrounds have mm-hmm. technical type uh, companies, SaaS products, all that sort of thing. One of the things, the biggest problems that I see generally and have for years is the fact that we generally, or a lot of people speak in jargon mm-hmm. that no one else understands. And regardless of whether we are using a, an AI tool, whether we are speaking to someone, whether we are writing ourselves, it's always a good point to remember that you should be writing for the masses for anyone to be able to pick this up regardless so just lose that anyway <laughs> yeah and that can yeah. be quite hard with tech right in mm-hmm. the tech industry I mean it's yeah. the same it might you know we have loads of jargon of that we use yeah. Um, yeah yeah but it is it's always and again with any type of content I think I touched on it earlier but it's always about making sure that you're aiming whatever you're putting out there to the person that's looking for the, the end user the person that's going to read it at the other end they don't necessarily know um, mm-hmm. especially you know if someone's coming to someone for help with their tech doesn't mean they've, they've got a technical background necessarily so it is yeah. about making sure that that everyone can understand what you're putting out there absolutely 100 percent. and I think the less we assume that people understand that we're talking about one will you know the message will get through much easier but also it builds a much greater rapport even like on any level <laughs> to have a yeah. human conversation. Um, yeah, I think that's a, it's a really great point. Claire, what else are you seeing right now in terms of trends in, in your oh, field? Lots and lots of AI mm-hmm. tools coming out, lots yeah. of automation. I think across any tech industry at the moment, that's all everyone seems to be talking about. <laughs> um, I would just, I've, I'm just being a little bit cautious because I think there's so much, so many different tools out there at the moment that are, that are aimed at, from an SEO point of view, for example, just to write all your metadata for. If you metadata, for those that don't know, is the bit that you see in Google when you search. So if you search okay. for something, you get a list of results that come up. You get a URL, which is the web address of the, the site, and then you get a title, and then you get a short description. That's your metadata, mm-hmm. basically. Yeah. And that doesn't sit on the page of content. So so I've, there's tools out there that are automating that for people at the moment. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, and then automating writing their content. And, and I just think we have to be really careful about automating too much. Um, outside of SEO, also things like chatbots and things like that are being used a lot. Mm-hmm. I think we're going to get to the point where you're just going to have chatbots talking to chatbots. And there's actually, <laughs> it's like, where's the, the human interaction? Yeah. yeah. Because if you look at the tools that are out there, you know, you can have a chatbot that you um, have to answer any DMs you get, for example, in mm-hmm. Instagram. And you can also have a chatbot that sends DMs to people in Instagram. <laughs> so you could potentially end up yeah. with, you know, chatbot on chatbot. And it's like, that's that's kind of, I think it's really sad, personally. I think anything to do with the customer, the client side, you need to be 
really mindful of just automating it all. Um, yeah. I think there's bits you can, but I think you need to retain that human connection because I think those businesses that do are going to be the ones that do better going forward. Mm. Yeah, it's a great point, isn't it? I think it's keeping that balance between understanding where our opportunities to automate and create efficiencies and where actually you start getting to a point where it's um it's it's not beneficial anymore it's you're losing like you said that human touch that human connection at the end of the day like people are buying from people they they will buy for you and from you and favor you especially in services type worlds because you are a human um, even if you're not the face of the business, right? Because especially, you know, specifically when it comes to like SaaS products and things like that, often people aren't the, the face of the business, which is fine, but you still want to feel like you're cared for regardless. Yeah. And yeah, I mean, it's at this point, it's very, very hard to really replicate that with the tools that we have out there at the moment. Mm-hmm. The other thing I'm seeing a lot of actually is um, uh, on social media accounts, like, AI generated social media accounts where the avatar is AI generated, an AI generated photo. It's not a real person. And they're posting AI generated posts. <laughs> and the whole thing is just, you know, it's just AI generated, right? And again, it's like, where are you adding the value there? What what's making you any difference to anybody else? So mm-hmm. I just think people also need to be a little bit careful about um getting drawn into it because there's a lot of sales going sales and marketing messages out there at the moment about you know how you can make it really easy everyone hates doing all their social media stuff it's really time consuming just sign up for this tool and it will do it all for you and it's really great and I think we have to just step back a bit and actually think about what we're trying to achieve here and and how to best do that without but but also keeping ourselves in it you know keeping our business in there as well not just handing it over to yeah. AI because again going back to the same thing where's that human connection where's that person where's that personality that's coming through it's just not going to be yeah. there absolutely and, and from a personal perspective like where's your creativity you know if you you're handing everything over to to AI you're losing the the differentiation in your business almost sometimes can be and I'm you know all for all of this stuff of course I am but it's you you do get to you are you know like you said losing a little bit of that personalization side of things but also at the same time there's an element of creativity that you as a business owner or the people in your business bring to your organization and if we just f- put that to one side and forget about that then what are we as humans what is the point of us being there at all you know Mm -hmm. and I think um yeah it's something to consider definitely is is to what level do you use this and use it consciously yeah yeah definitely from us from a marketing viewpoint um I think it's really there's some really exciting stuff out there at the moment around analytics and analyzing potential trends in the future Mm -hmm. and things like that and I think AI is going to be really good for the businesses from that perspective because you you know you're going to be able to organize data much more quickly and understand that data much more easily than than we can at the moment so I think that's really a really good place for AI to sit um but yeah I just think people need to think about where it's best used in their business what bits to automate what bits that they should be doing themselves 
Yeah, absolutely. And actually, if you're listening and you haven't listened to the recent episode that we did on how to use AI to grow your business, go and and listen to that because I speak a lot on there about um, the things that Claire was just talking about in terms of um, the predictive analytics side of things that are becoming more prevalent in small businesses in terms of creating those trends much more quickly, um, forecasting things out and some of the really unique stuff that we have to do there. So that is absolutely available to you and go and listen to that. But what are some of like the, the last question for you today, <laughs> what are some of the, the very basic things that people should do right now if they want to get started mm-hmm. with SEO? Okay. I think the first thing to do is go back to basics, really. Make mm-hmm. sure there's there's some free tools out there. One of the best tools that we would recommend people use is called Screaming Frog. Okay. There's a lot of stuff in there that you will maybe seem a little bit too technical, but it will show you things like, you know, is your metadata there? It, have you got any duplicate metadata on your website? Have you got all your headings in place? Mm-hmm. Um, Oh, have you got any broken links? It will take you through all the basic stuff. And I think that's really where people should start. So it's like, take, you know, each page of content on your website, each page should have metadata. It should have a, a H1 tag, which is your main title. Mm-hmm. You should have section headers, which should be your H2s. Every image should be sized properly. So it's not taking too long to load. And when okay. I talk about size, I'm not on about actual size, I'm about yeah. the file okay. size. Yeah, yeah. Um, Make sure you've got your alt text behind it for accessibility. Make sure your content's aimed at end user, that you have your call to actions in there. Um, because user experience is a big part of SEO. It's not okay. just, it doesn't stop when somebody gets to the website. I think that's what I would say to people, get the, get the basics in place first and then mm-hmm. start looking at how you, what you do going forward to scale and improve your website. Okay, awesome. That's, that's really great advice. Thanks, Claire. All right, this has been really great. I've loved talking to you. Where can people find out more about you? And is there anything that you'd like to share with anyone, in, anything in particular? I Probably the easiest place to find me is on, at the moment is on Instagram. That's where I mm-hmm. have links to, you know, freebies and things like that on there. That's probably the best place. And my handle there is at Claire Lou Taylor. Um, so okay. I'd love to connect with um lots and lots more people so please come see me and and um, we can find out more about each other okay amazing all right well we'll pop all of the details and links to your instagram um in the show notes as well so if you're looking for claire and want to follow her and get all of those tips like i absolutely will be doing um then you can go over and, and find claire on instagram all right thank you so much claire it's been a pleasure you, Charlotte. no it's lovely right. speaking to you thank you very much you too Thanks for listening to the Technically Confident Podcast with me, your host, Charlotte Fuller. If you'd like to get your hands on my incredible and absolutely free 100 resources to empower women in tech guide, which by the way, is packed to the brim with all of the top networks, events, podcasts and books, oh, and influencers you need to follow right now, then all you need to do is go to charlottefuller.com and click the link at the top of the page all you can just use the link in the show notes super super simple i look forward to seeing you next time all my love and confidence charlotte